Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here is your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler, and this is Conversations Radio. Welcome. It is Thursday, September 3rd, 2020. Wow, September already. This is incredible. Hey, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, at Conversations Radio, Twitter, very simple. It's at Converse Radio. That's uh, like the shoe without the E. And on Facebook, we are Conversations, the podcast. Don't forget all of our podcasts are on Apple Podcasts. You can go to the iTunes store and search Conversations Radio and voila. They're all right. They're all tucked in quite nicely. They're also on the website, so check that out too. Any questions about the show or constructive criticism, I'd love to hear from you as well. Drop me a line, conversationspod at gmail.com. This is episode number 78. Tonight's guest is going to be from New York City, Joshua Turchin. We'll talk to him in just a second. And our host will be the lovely, wonderful Simone Lockhart, Zen Simone. I want to thank our guest from two weeks ago, Glory Joy Rose. You saw her in This Is Us as Sadie Mason. Uh, she's the redhead that... Everyone's talking about uh, the show is, uh, again, renewed for a, another season. Hopefully we'll see her in that, too. Uh, she is uh, a fantastic actress as well as a singer and so much more. Loved having her on, and uh, she'll be back soon for sure. Check out uh, the website for that podcast. It's online. That's episode number 77. Tonight is 78. A great, great show in store for you. And again, COVID-19 still a thing. It's going on. But now, as of yesterday, if you're in Los Angeles, you can get your hair cut. So that's uh, one thing I need to do really quick. Restaurants, yeah, we're still eating outside. Uh, this weekend is Labor Day weekend. They're seeing 109 degrees. So I'll be eating at home probably. That's not going to work. But a great show. Not sure how hot it is in Atlanta, but I'm sure pretty warm. It's summer. Returning guest, returning guest co-host, uh, she is um, amazing. Simone Lockhart is an actress. She's a musician, a, a accomplished drummer. She, um, do I have that here? I think I do. Um, it's a great, um, great uh, bed here. There it is. Oh yeah, that's her on there. By the way, she is um, phenomenal drummer. She's in Atlanta. You can see her on episodes of Sweet Magnolias, a real, real good show on Netflix. Did very well and renewed for a second season. You're going to see it soon. Production about to start shortly on that. She's also scheduled to be in uh, the Jungle Cruise movie. That's uh, coming out in 2021 with The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, Again, born in Florida, now in Atlanta. I want to say hi to Zen Simone, Simone Lockhart. Simone, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Hope you like the intro. Oh, <laughs> I, yes. I love that. Uh, that The drums on that is f- fantastic. Um, you, oh, um, yeah. You've been a busy gal the last, uh, well, last year or so. Um, and so so yeah. the, drum, the drum videos, not so many lately, but hopefully those will pick up soon. 
Yeah, I right now I'm taking a little a, a little uh, standstill break a bit uh, to focus on school. I'm trying to get uh, my goal is to be done with high school before I'm 17. Ah. I'm 15 right now. You so. can do this. You can do this. Thank you. I, I thought you yeah, were 16. So, You're 15. Okay. I'm um, 15. I'll be 16 in November. Outstanding. Very so. And, and how are things in Atlanta? Um, the, uh, things are pretty good. I would say I have been uh, quarantining actually in my house. I, I, we're all perfectly healthy, but um, we just have basically gone nowhere since March, really? except for orthodontist appointments. So. <laughs> but you you have um, yeah. you have masks and stuff. Oh yeah, uh, if we ever leave the house, we definitely have a mask on. Now, is there a favorite mask you like to wear? Mm, I don't. I haven't found my favorite yet. All of the ones that I've tried on have been really big. Actually, the okay. only one that fits me is the kid size. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is pretty interesting. Well, I've got the R two D two one. That's pretty cool. And uh, oh, that's cool. The checkerboard one, and then I got a banana one with bananas on it. And it's really huh. funny because I got a minion shirt from uh, Universal, and I was right. I was in the park a couple of days ago, just uh, eating my <laughs> lunch and just chilling. All of a sudden, I heard this little this little voice, "Mommy, look, minions!" <laughs> I should, and I was wearing the banana mask. I should have turned around and said "Beto," but I didn't do it. I didn't want to, you know, scare the kid. So right, but uh, yeah, banana, the, the banana, 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 banana. Yes. <laughs> the the, uh, <laughs> the uh, um, banana. <laughs> I should have, yeah. Yeah. But again, the uh, the masks are a way of life now. I mean, I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a thing. You're gonna see, uh, you yeah. know, uh, at least for a while. Um, I do believe we are turning a corner here in Southern California. I hope that uh, you guys are as well. We still can't eat in restaurants, but uh, like I said, but um, you know, it's okay. We're doing uh, we're doing okay. We're getting through this. And the good news is the productions are starting up again and they're right. They have found a way to do it. Um, and uh, it, it's, it's, it's going to work. So we will see, but uh, you've got uh, a lot on your plate as always. Again, school, very important. Mm-hmm. And very I know your important. mom and dad are very, very much on you on that. And uh, certainly very proud, but uh, sweet yeah. Magnolia's amazing show. Uh, it, it's, it did so it's done so well that uh, season two is on the way. Um, I'm at the point right now where Noreen has just given up and she's take, she's taken off. She's done. Right. So that's where I would left off at. So I'm not sure what's going to happen next, but I know you're in episodes, uh, Logan Allen, who was on here with you not too long ago. Uh, you guys worked together on that, that show and man, what an experience. And, and it, it really is good. I kind of left it alone for a while and then came back to it. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's good. It's got a really good vibe to it. You, the characters, it's definitely character based, and there are oh, a lot of yeah. a lot of different stories as well. Yeah, um, there's so many stories, so many like plot twists and side plots, and there's this really good chemistry between everyone. Um, and Logan, you were talking about him. He is amazing. I mean, everybody on set was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Carson, who plays Ty Townsend. Um, everybody, every, like uh, Annalise, um, Judge, Joe, right? Annalise, yeah. everyone. It was so amazing. Gotta love Eric. Um, you gotta love Eric. He's great. Yes. Yeah. Of course. But of uh, course. Again, it's a it's a breath of fresh air. A great show, and uh, I can't wait to season two. But let me get through season one. 
Um, did you watch? Right. Did you watch the Umbrella Academy? Yeah. I got asked you that season two. I did. What'd you think? I like. I liked it. Yeah. So now it's the. Uh, I liked it. I guess we can say it because it's been a while. The Sparrow Academy. That's going to be interesting. I haven't heard about that one. Yeah, that's what. Well, that's that's that's. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. I remember yeah, that now. Sparrow, I remember yeah. that now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, mm-hmm. I went online. There's actually they had hidden. Apparently there was hidden sparrows in all the episodes. So oh wow! This, yeah, so you can find the episode, like, sparrows on like the walls or tickets or whatnot. But uh, yeah, I'll have to go back and rewatch the series. Now those and were those were try all figured out. Yeah, those were all filmed before COVID nineteen came into came into play. So Lord right. knows when we'll see the new season. Uh, I'm I'm right. definitely season, a fan. Yeah, uh, season two for uh, Sweet Magnolias is might be filming early next year. Okay, good. So and that'll take a while. That's a big, yeah. That's a big production. Um, yeah, and, but, uh, production and post production and all that kind of stuff. Uh, filming um, takes uh, takes a, a, a little a little while. <laughs> for sure. Okay. Before we get started here, what's the uh, countdown for um, Jungle Cruise? Hang on. I will look <laughs> on my app. I the, those, I have an app for this. Yes. Yeah, for those there of you know that she, she, she's keeping track of the, the, the countdown till the release of Disney's Jungle Cruise. Again, it was supposed to be out this year, but because of uh, the, the pandemic, they moved it up to 2021. So, what's the new uh, the new date? The new uh, the new do numbers. You, do you want it in months or days? Whatever you want to do. Days one. Okay. 329 days and two hours. Okay, great. So you're almost there. I can't wait. We're, to see we're it. almost there. Yeah, for sure. We're so let's um, again. Thanks for coming back. It's always fun to have you as a co-host. Can't wait to see you coming coming to LA. We'll we'll get tea or coffee or something or whatnot by then <laughs> yes. hopefully universal will be open we can uh, do that uh we got a huge show tonight simone i i knew when um i i booked this this guest that you were the one to uh to co-host because you have a, a musical theater background as well you've done some musical theater right i have done one performance before okay. and you've done improv so i have done improv i've done a lot of improv and you're a musician I'm a musician. And our guest plays the drums as well, by the way. Really? So, yeah, so we'll talk about that. Hmm. Uh, he also plays... We'll, we'll um, talk about He also that. plays ukulele, <laughs> ukulele piano. Uh, he sings, dances. Uh, he writes. He composes. I want to frame him, and I'm going to claim this, and I, I hope he eases it. He is all things Broadway. His name is mm-hmm. Joshua Turchin. He's in New York City at just 13 years old. He is blazing a trail even though things are kind of dark right now on Broadway, he wrote his own musical, Sabone. That's crazy. Yeah, it is amazing. That and, is really and it's crazy got, in a good way, though. That's that's like awesome. Yeah, it is. And it's gotten rave reviews. And obviously with the pandemic, things have kind of slowed down. And he feels right. so strong committed to this that he wanted to get the music out there as soon as he could. Because obviously, uh, there's no timeline when things are going to reopen and how soon he can get this on Broadway. Because it's that special. Um, right. And, and again, the, the Broadway, the, the musical he wrote, lyrics and the story, music and lyrics, I love post-production, music and lyrics by Joshua Turchin, <laughs> the perfect fit. And they did a remote EP, it's all virtual, and a big story behind that as well. So I'm going to bring him in. I'm very excited about this. I want to say hi to, from New York City, Joshua Turchin. Joshua, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. 
Welcome to Conversations Radio. Was um, the intro okay? Oh, yeah. I I absolutely loved it. Okay, good. <laughs> Very good. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, quarantining and hanging in there. How about you? Doing well. And again, Simona is also a fan. And I think I painted a picture a little bit. Um, things, uh, you're in New York City, we're on the West, I'm on the West Coast, I have no idea. So what's happening on Broadway now? Absolutely nothing. Exactly. Broadway exactly. is completely, uh, well, unfortunately, Broadway is shut down, so there's really no live theater happening in New York. Now, you've got this musical that you wrote, the, the music and lyrics, and did, did, this, did it ever see the theater yet or no? Um, well, it was actually at an off-Broadway international theater festival last year. Okay. It was really, really cool and really, really fun. And this year, actually in a couple of days, it's going to be at the Sharon Playhouse in Sharon, Connecticut. Okay. Um, Saturday, September 5th at 8 p.m. Uh, as a drive-in theater show. Wow. That's cool. That is yeah, cool. It's going to be it, – it's called um, this um, – here is the perfect fit, the musical, um, I believe, a perfectly distant concert. It's it's going to be really fun, and it's going to be really weird because there are not any seats. It's a drive-in um, theater, so there's a stage, and right. then there's also um, the outdoor theater can fit about 52 cars, I believe. Oh, wow. So we're not going to hear any clapping, but um, at the end of each song, we're probably going to hear, like, um, there's going to be, like, lots and lots of honking and <laughs> um, light flashing. Car so, like, alarms, I, yeah. Uh, I, one thing I'm really excited about is, like, when I'm singing, when, when we're singing a song, I'm like, the Tonys are my Super Bowl. Wow, honk! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, you guys are, so you guys are on a stage there live, or you want to scream? So... We're all going to be socially distant from each other, but it's going to be live, and it's going to be really cool and really fun. And one of the ways that the people in the cars are going to be able to hear us, I believe, is through their um, FM radio. Right. So and I, I just find that really, really cool. But the cool, another cool thing is that we're having a band as well, which is really, really cool. Wow. Um, so are we and, talking? Are we um, talking? Are we talking sets and everything? Uh, no, 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 no sets. It's a, it's a, it's a concert. And so, okay. and we're also in the middle of a pandemic. So I don't think we could do sets. Okay. You're kind of hard to pull that off. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. And yeah, I'm really, really excited for it. Um, there's going to be a live band, which is led by music director, Julia Shady, who also happens to be the music director from, for the Broadway musical six. Okay. Wow. My God. Yeah, it, it's 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 gonna be so cool, and um, I believe you can still get tickets now, if you're in the area. <laughs> yeah, a little far for me. Uh, Maybe doable for yeah. uh, Simone. Wow, Simone, have you ever? I mean, that's um, yeah. No, no, no. This is amazing. Well, a lot of concerts and st I mean, they're doing a lot of that now. A lot of concerts and stuff, and even some some movies are being done. The drive-in, but this is live a live drive-in, so this may be actually a new a new thing you know yeah and it's it's really cool to just be just getting to see this new form of theater develop because like well broadway is known to adapt we've adapted to this pandemic through a virtual environment 
and now we're adapting even more by keeping the art of live performance alive. That's outstanding. And again, everyone loves this. Great reviews. Um, what was the inspiration for this musical, The Perfect Fit? Um, a lot of personal experience, but I mean, like, the show is, it's a fictional event, but um, I really wrote the show to give teens a voice in the theater community. I kept hearing about this dreaded, quote-unquote, dead zone, where young actors would be too old to play a child and too young to play an adult, so I decided to write a show about it. I'm there right now. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's, that's a real thing. Um, and certainly, I mean, the effects of this uh, on Broadway, it's awful. I mean, financially, because um, it's not just the theaters. It's, it's everything. It's restaurants. It's the, the transportation. It's the taxis. It's, it's the, it's, it, it affects everybody. Broadway, I've never been, but I'm pretty sure that when it's lit and things are going on, it's busy. Oh, yeah. And I, I definitely miss the busy New York streets just like when I was like when I would go to um be in a show there like when I'm walking to the theater or like to even to the rehearsal space just seeing the city lit up and the fact that the marquees are no longer lit up is heartbreaking yeah I can imagine it, it's it's it, I'm sure it's very surreal it really it really is and as I mentioned at the beginning this is a very personal project to you um, it's quite obvious. Uh, we're talking about the perfect fit, folks. Joshua Turchin's musical that he wrote the lyrics and music to. And also, um, you're in this too as well, right? Yeah, I played the character Jake. What's uh, what's Jake's story? Well, Jake's story, he's an aspiring writer, but he kind of thinks that nothing he does is right. And, that, and he's like still trying to find where he, like, his work fits in where he fits in. That's one of the main messages of the show, which is um, the show's about um, different teenage performers hoping to avoid the dead zone as they navigate through a web of stage parents, dance classes and audition and uh, auditions while their stories unfold, trying to find their perfect fits. Simone, have you found your perfect fit yet? Definitely. Uh, no comment. I just put you on the spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think you're almost there, Simone. I really do. And, and Joshua and Simone, this is what's so cool about this. Obviously, it's a musical. So there's music. There's songs. And you uh, got together with some friends and you uh, recorded a virtual EP. And probably uh, one of the first ever. Uh, tell me about that. Yes. So, um, originally we were going to do like an in-person cast album and then COVID happened and things went crazy Yeah. and like really like things went crazy for the theater business because well, everything was shut down. So there, there was no in-person things and we found a way to, um, make a virtual cast album and it features, um, Tony Award winner Laura Bonanti, um, Nikki Renee Daniels, Carly Gendel, uh, Ellie Kim, Christine Michis, and so many other incredible, incredible people. And it, it was really, really cool because just getting to div- kind of work with this new style of music. Like, yeah. 
recording remotely, like an entire cast album, like with full orchestrations with, yeah, it was just really cool and really crazy, but a lot of fun. So was this through Zoom or meeting or how did you guys do it? Theater magic. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, it, um, I well, I would definitely like teach through Zoom, like okay. sometimes the song, but we didn't record it on Zoom. It, it was kind of like, I don't know how to describe it, but it was like really cool, and it it was similar to being like in an actual studio, but we were all in our homes sure. and we all had to record our tracks remotely and separately. Wow, that's a lot. And my friend yeah. Lily. Brooks O'Brien was in it too. Oh yeah, Lily was in it too. Uh, Lily Brooks, she's so incredible and she's so sweet, and yeah, she's just an amazing person. And she's on our show next week, but we'll talk about that later. This is just phenomenal. This is a lot of planning, and you're th- again, Simone. He's thirteen, so I mean, wow, <laughs> this is wonderful. It's really incredible. How long did that take? Not just out of curiosity from start to finish the album yeah it took it, it took a while it, yeah. it took like two to three months to make to from like the start of the album with all the musical rewrites and everything like that to the final mixing and mastering yes. yeah i guess like it kind we ended it we like finally f- finished it like in june to send it off to or to actually like get it um mixed and mastered wow you should be very proud that's i'm i'm proud of you that's that's phenomenal and again you you, you made it work through all this through this dismal time oh, thank you the music never ended <laughs> and uh and you saw this through and now what we have here is a a, a masterpiece um the, the, i can't wait to see the musical i'm really hoping that at some point, when everything opens up, it comes out to California because this is amazing. And, um, you know, Thank a lot you of so, so much. A lot that of kids, a lot to me. Well, yeah, and a lot of kids aren't writing musicals. I mean, this is, uh, you know, they're doing YouTube videos, which is okay. But, <laughs> but this is, this is no YouTube video. This is a, this is a real deal, though. And I'm, and again, phenomenal. Before this all started, you were involved with a production called Trevor. Back in 2017 at um, Trevor Live LA, I sung the role of Trevor, um, singing one of the songs from the show called Stranger. Then earlier this year, um, it was announced that they were going to be doing a um, off-Broadway run, and I was going to be in it. And we were in rehearsals, and it was a lot, like a lot of fun. And then, unfortunately, COVID happened, and the show was postponed. And we were going to have our opening two weeks after, like, two weeks to the day, almost, of when COVID was going to ha- – COVID shut everything down. Yeah. So we weren't even able to have previews or be in the theater. And as awful as this sounds, um, it's not just you. It's other artists as well that have been affected too. Again, this is – I mean, this is affecting everything, folks. Everything from Hamilton to – Kinky Boots to Cats, Liberty's Plane, they're shut down. There's nothing. So certainly don't give up the ship. Don't lose hope. Uh, things are going to open up for you, for sure, Joshua. Thanks. Uh, but because of the pandemic, we've 
all adapted and we've become stronger performers and musicians and uh, I've definitely expanded on my work as a composer and writer. Yes. Now tell me about that. That's a lot of work. Yeah, well, composing and writing is, it's really my passion. I love composing and writing and performing. I've been writing and composing songs since I was really, really little. I remember when I was five, I started to write my first songs, and they were really cheesy love songs, but they were songs. Yeah. And and actually, like, looking back, they were okay. They're not that, that bad. I always say, if you record something, um, set it aside and play it back six months later. And it's like, hey, this sounds pretty good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I only heard them a couple weeks ago. So it's been like, I don't know, like eight, seven years since I last saw them. And so looking back, I'm like, I definitely think I've become a stronger composer because of the experiences I've gone through. That wow. actually happened with me too, actually, because oh. a few weeks ago I was going through some stuff and I found some old song lyrics that I had. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Um, uh, when the pandemic like first really started to get New York and the theater industry shut down, uh, my family and I, uh, we had to go back down to my home in Florida because I grew up in Florida. And I was going through my old stuff a couple, like, two months ago. And I couldn't, there was this one song I remember writing called, like, One Million Minutes, One Million Days. Uh, like, the cheesy, one of the cheesy love songs I would write when I was really little, like, <laughs> when I was, like, five years old. But, ironically, I found, I found the, I found it. I found the lyrics on a colored sheet of paper um, in a little drawer. That I haven't been able to find for like eight years. Wow. It was the most random experience. And looking back at the lyrics, I'm like, I. <laughs> well, you know, it's. them again, I'm like, what is this? I, I <laughs> like, think... what, was I th- what was I thinking? Yeah, I th- <laughs> what was my train of thought in yeah, this? Exactly. Yeah. Your motivation. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I think, Simone, that really is when, when you're writing, it really kind of relates to where your headspace is at the time, too. Oh, definitely. You know. I found. One song that I wrote, for some reason, it was about how I wanted a monkey, a pet monkey. Um, I don't understand you, you don't want why. You don't want a pet um, monkey. Yeah. So. Was it like, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas? Was it like that? Uh, or was it like... Sort of. Um, was it a somber tune? Was it like really sad? It didn't really have much emotion. You know what I mean? It was kind of just like neutral. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't, you wouldn't understand if it was supposed to be happy or supposed to be sad. Yeah, I, like, just... if it was sad, it would be like, I want a pet monkey. He's got his piano. That's great. Like, Go ahead, continue. Simone, where are the lyrics? I, where are the lyrics at? Oh boy. <laughs> I have no lyrics for the for Simone song. I'm sorry. Simone, well, I can't I can't beat the original lyrics. That's cuz Simone has them. So 
Yeah, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was just something like, uh, I want a monkey. And then I just said that over and over and over again. That's it. That's how songs are written. You know, that was pretty much it. And and I want a monkey. (laughs) Yep. And 10 10 years from now, it'll be on on some channel on Sirius Radio. Be like, Simone Lockhart finally wrote the monkey song. (laughs) Simone finally wrote the monkey song. By the way, let me uh, sidetrack for just one second if I can. Uh, before the show starts, uh, folks, we play bumper music um, so folks can find the podcast live as we're recording it so they know they got the right spot. And I played Suddenly Seymour. Um, can I say, in all honesty, I think that's the it's, – it's an ultimate love song, Broadway love song. It really is. Oh it's such God. a beautiful song. I mean, the piano, the piano is fantastic on that. The organ – in there as well, um, man. Yeah, the woman's voice is amazing. It, yeah, it's. I, I basically I, I tear up when I hear that song. I really do because it's just so it's so beautiful. And if you've ever seen it, not the one with Steve Martin, but to actually seen it on stage, uh, it's um, it, it's it's great. So and and again, there's so many of those songs like that out there, uh, and that's why it's so important that you guys did this EP. By the way, I'm going I'm kind of moving around here, but because uh, music should not lay in a drawer and it needs to be shared. And you did this and you did, you did the Broadway community a favor by doing this. I think Uh, it's, it's phenomenal. And um, I think that um, we need to um, Simone, you need to work on that monkey song for sure. Oh, 100%. Oh yes. 100%. Hey, forbidden Broadway. Everyone liked this too. The papers raved about this, Joshua. So tell me about that project. So Forbidden Broadway is an off-Broadway entity which has existed for more than 38 years, which is really, really crazy and really cool. And um, out of its 38-year run, uh, last year, I became the first child ever to be in Forbidden Broadway off-Broadway. Wow. And it was such a cool experience. Thank you. It was the most amazing thing because this was a new uh, edition of Forbidden Broadway. And um, it featured like new shows like Evan Hansen, uh, Beetlejuice, Tootsie, uh, the new Yiddish Fiddler. Um, Love it. Ain't you proud? Like some really like amazing and cool new Broadway shows. And it was so much fun to do. So in the show, I played like many different characters because they they were all like different musical skits in the show. Uh, I played Evan Hance, uh, dear Evan has been. So it's like um, he's kind of like the quirkier, younger brother of Evan Hansen. Definitely whinier, whinier as well. The joke with that one is how every Evan Hansen seems to get younger and younger and younger. That's great. The, um... And I also played uh, Santino Fontana in Tootsie. Oh, wow. Another one. Which is really fun. And um, yeah, it was just a really fun show. And you can download the cast album now. I would love to. I think it just released. That's cool. We get um, really good musicals out here as well. At the, Pantage- the Pantages Theater uh, in Hollywood. And I've seen, man, uh, Fiddler on the Roof. I've seen... Uh, Suzical, Legally Blonde, just some wonderful, wonderful um, uh, productions. The highlight, I've got to tell you, is, was Fiddler on the Roof and Topol from the movie actually performed as Tevia. If you were in the movie, Topol was the one that was in the movie. And it was 
phenomenal. He has done that that role, obviously, so many times, and just such a professional. And the reviews were phenomenal. Um, uh, again, a lot of uh, uh, great things coming out here in LA. We get a lot of, you know, the, the Pantages, the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion, great venues for musicals out here. Folks, when things open up, you know, you can go to Gold Star and things like that and get really good deals on, you know, matinee performances of different musicals and shows uh, in LA and everywhere, really. So the uh, hits keep on coming for you. Speaking of LA, you got to perform at the uh, Hollywood Bowl. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, so I got to perform at the Hollywood Bowl's live to film production of The Little Mermaid. Ah, and wow! It, it was such a cool. I played Flounder. Uh, I got to work with Alan Menken, who's like, he's one of my idols. He's yes. one of the most incredible composers. Yes. Um, I grew I grew up with his music and listening to all of his stuff. Um, I, I would listen to literally everything on repeat of his work. And um, I also got to work with um, Pierre Gallagher and Ken Page and Harvey Firestein. It was such a cool wow. experience, and I loved being up there. And also, I got to go to Disneyland. Hey! <laughs> wow! When it, when it was yeah, open, I, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love Disney and Disneyland especially. I grew up in, in like South Florida, so I grew up relatively close to Disney World. And it was really fun, but honestly, I prefer Disneyland more because, oh, yeah. uh, it was, it was like, first. this is like, a, yeah, it, like, yeah. this is like a random fact I know about Disney. Um, apparently Disneyland Park has more rides than Magic Kingdom. I believe that. Uh, your favorite ride is what? Ooh, uh, my favorite ride has to be It's a Small World. Oh, it's just really, it's, oh wow. yeah. It's a classic. I have um, been to Disney World numerous times. I grew up in Florida as well, and I love Disney World. I have never been to Disneyland. I have never been. We got to talk. <laughs> it's yeah, I've only been a couple that. of times, but it's it's amazing. It is, yeah. It's Disneyland is it's very magical, for sure. Uh, mine for sure. Th- uh, uh, Big Thunder Mountain. I think I love. They redid it, mm-hmm. and it's just smooth. Of course. Jungle Cruise, hilarious. I, I had a question for Simone. Yes. Is I don't know if you're allowed to say this, but are they? Do you know if they're doing a like a revamp of um, Jungle Cruise? Uh, I don't know. You mean the ride? Apparently, like there have been like rumors with the new Jungle Cruise, because I'm like also a huge Disney and Broadway nerd um, right. as well. Uh, and apparently there are rumors that they're actually going to be like revamping the ride so it fits more with um, the movie. That's interesting. Huh. Good point. If I had to I actually have not heard that. Yeah, I would I would vote no on that, I think. I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's you know, the Disneyland, there's a book out. I got it somewhere at home here, but I got an old Disneyland book from years ago, kind of like a souvenir you buy, you know. And that Right, it's pretty much stayed the way it has for the last eons and eons of years. Um, and I was going to say, Simone, uh, FYI, that is a script they follow, those guys. I mean, they, they joke oh, yeah. and they josh and whatnot, but they really have to follow a certain script. So they can't I, – I always thought it was improv, but uh, no, they have right. to, uh, to, um, to stick with the script on that. 
But again, it's hilarious. It's cheesy. Yeah. It's it's you know it's Disneyland. <laughs> Disneyland's got something for everybody. If you want, if you want, you right. know, thrill rides and fast, then you go on Space Mountain, and that's changed now. It's more Star Wars related, and of course, Big Thunder Mountain, and uh, right. my other favorite, um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that's a classic. So, yeah, of course. Yeah, and what's funny classic. is J- Johnny Depp. I've I've heard that sometimes he goes in there as Jack Sparrow and and does a live action thing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because he can right know? when i was a kid i actually uh i i rude i rude i rode the jack jack sparrow pirates of the caribbean ride and i like clearly examine each and every one trying to figure out if it was johnny depp and i i wouldn't even know probably no. the a100 figures like look really like really cool but then there are the new a1000 figures which are like hanto onaka in the new star wars ride and also the navi navi person in the disney world pandora thing and those are like super advanced because they're you like their mouths move to form words and it's so cool wow yeah wow They've um, that is super super advanced. Yeah, Walt Disney was very very um, particular on that. I mean, even going back to the, the old days um, to get that right, and of course, obviously now with uh, computer automation and the evolution of you know things, it's a lot different. Back then, technology computers took. Thank you, computers took you know rooms. <laughs> now they're on your iPhone. So, <laughs> um, but right. uh, very cool. Definitely Simone Disneyland for you. I have not seen the Star Wars section yet. So I'm looking forward to that. Neither have I. Yeah. Neither uh, have I. This is, uh, I know like a lot of people, like some of my friends get mad at me for this, but I haven't seen any Star Wars movies. Oh. Okay. What? Okay. Oh, this, boy. This showed... I, I did see I did, I did see part of one. Okay. Yeah. That's, it's not a part yet. This, this... The, um, I, I think it was like The Phantom Menace. Okay. Yeah, did, you, did, you see the, did you see the first one, though? The original Star Wars. Uh, no, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw the first one, the prequel series. Okay, so the the thing with that is, is the the way these are, are were filmed, they're not. There's no order. They're all mixed up. So um, they were they were fil- They weren't filmed in a chronological order. Right. So how they filmed them was four, five, six, one, two, three. Right. Yeah. So I I started with one. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm thinking the best one though, Empire Strikes Back, by far. I yeah, think. I always forget the name of my favorite one, but it's I think it's like the fourth one or the fifth one or something. Jedi. Mm, I don't think so. My wife. I'm was not in sure. That. My wife was in that, by the way. She actually played. Really? She, she played Ewok. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, so that's back. So cool. Yeah, back in the early '80s, they filmed up in uh, up outside Crescent City, up in the Pacific Northwest, and uh, yeah. They were there for, uh, wow. I, think it was, I think it was five weeks. They taped, no, more right. than that. It was like three months. It was a long time. But uh, but yeah, here's, just, okay. Go ahead. So here's my thing with Star Wars. Yeah. For some reason, I love Chewbacca. Chewbacca is all, has always been my favorite character. He is yeah. my stalking. Well, I have a stalking themed whatever for Chewbacca. Okay. Uh, stalking. <laughs> um, kind of creepy. Okay, go ahead. And I have two little... Chewbacca bobbleheads. Oh. Um, I 
sometimes joke that he's my husband. There, I'm. I swear I'm not crazy. <laughs> well, you know what? Baby Yoda. I like Sim- Baby Yoda. I like the name Simone Chewbacca. I like that. Is Baby Yoda your child? He. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We, uh, we, we, so one of my one of my uh, family members like created a ship name for me and Chewbacca, and it's Sim Chewy. <laughs> I like that. Chewy, we're home. Yeah. What? Chewy, we're home. That's the, uh, yes. the line. Which was not an easy line, by the way. Apparently, there were a lot of a lot of takes on that. Chewy, we're home. Chewy, we're home. Yeah. You know, so. But uh, Chewy, yeah, definitely, home. you've Chewy? got to um, you've got to see the, all the movies for sure, Joshua. And of course, the Mandal- I the Mandal- know. The Mandalorian. I, I, is on as I well. still haven't seen. I was in Forbidden Broadway: The Next Generation um, when I was in it. Um, I had like, I had no time to see any shows, and so I I've actually never seen Dear Evan Hansen. Wow, I okay. I, I haven't seen it either. So yeah, I it I've only seen really one really good though. And how about on Harry Potter? Any Harry Potter yeah. stuff? Fan? Joshua? I I like the play just because of its like cool stage effects. Okay, and of course, uh, let's not forget Wicked. Amazing. Oh, yes. <laughs> Amazing. You should have been in Wicked, it is Simone. Really cool. You could do it. What role would you play in Wicked, Simone, if you were in it? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, I actually haven't seen Wicked. I've seen a little bit of it, like previews on YouTube and stuff. Um, I would, I would want to play the witch because I feel like that would just be a fun role. Or sure. the, um, I forget what her name is. The other one who's like always. Linda? Like, yes. Linda, yeah. But no, the one. Yes, is that her name? The one who's like always in pink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. I would want to play her because I feel like that would be a super fun character to play because she's always so like happy and bubbly and she's always up here and so <laughs> I would uh, that would be really fun. <laughs> We're talking to Joshua Turchin and my co-host tonight is the wonderful Simone Lockhart. Uh, Joshua's Hi. in New York and Simone is in Atlanta, Georgia. The best peaches in the world. So. Let me ask you this, Joshua, because we're going to wind down shortly here. Boy, we went over. It's late. It's late in New York, three hours. Late in Atlanta, too. So, what is your ritual? Obviously, you and your parent, your family, have been to many Broadway plays. So, what is the ritual for you mm-hmm. guys? What, what, what? Take us to a night of, of going to a Broadway musical. What do you guys do? Well, we, because we're like really close to where the theaters are, so. Uh, usually we leave like 15 minutes or 30 minutes before curtain and we just run to the theater. <laughs> is there a, and that's, it's the entire ritual. We just run to the theater. Is there a hey, fav- get some exercise. Is there a favorite, yeah, like, like, yeah. like a dinner spot uh, or after dinner spot or something or after the show, you guys dinner or what do you guys do? Not really. We, they're, they're next to our, um, next to the apartment building, there's 99 cent pizza. Ooh. Ooh. So good. So good. Best pizza. Best pizza. Okay, stop stop right there because Simone, I don't know if you felt it, but I felt a story there. I you you painted a picture that is amazing. When when you said you guys hurried to the theater, I picture you guys running to the theater, you know, against red lights, dodging taxis. Your mom, your mom, like, pull me, come on, we got to get there. Where are the tickets? Where are the tickets? You know, and um, yep. just getting Turning there. Turning every single block, you know, just. 
running through every single object. Uh, so you're just like, you're running and you're running and you're running and you're just like knocking into every single person just constantly saying like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but you're just trying to get there. Yes. <laughs> like when, when, like even when I'm just like normally walking on the street and I bump to someone, I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's gotta be, a, oh, that's, there's a musical yeah. there. This is a musical for sure. Somehow. Uh, it, a- about a young yeah, man definitely. who's just, who loves going to, going to musicals. And mm-hmm. and just you know and like the process and 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 the things he does the ritual and you know like when I'm in shows like I was on the national tour of A Christmas Story twice my first year I was Randy and my second year I was Boy Swing which is a lot of fun Whoa. but really wow. hard but really rewarding um, there there's another like entire story with that part on uh, the first preview uh, did you have I, to wear like, the bunny pre- suit. I did not. That was um Ralphie. <laughs> oh, I Ralphie, was that's Randy, right. Randy, the I'm younger brother. Dumb, dumb. No, but um, when I was Randy, I first started because that was my first professional show. I was eight, turning nine, I believe. Oh wow! So, oh my gosh, it was five years ago. Jeez. Oh my gosh! Wow, that feels like so so long ago. But um, oh. my that's when I discovered my pre-show ritual. I don't like eating before I perform. Okay. I don't well. know why. I just don't like to eat before I perform. And then after I'm like, I'm starving. Where is my food? <laughs> yes. Do you get nervous? Uh, not, not really. Okay. I mean, like for some like really big, big stuff, like the Hollywood Bowl, um, I did get a little nervous. But uh, once I got on stage, the nerves just went away. It was just, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. And yeah, but on my second year of doing Christmas Story on tour, I was then nine. Um, something fun happened. Okay. So, or it wasn't really fun, but I mean, it it was very, it was a very challenging night. My first preview or the first preview of the show, because I had a track called Justin when I was Boy Swing, and when I was Justin, which was like my nightly track when I didn't need to swing on for other roles. (laughs) I had this like ritual and I set up my, um, I set up my computer in the uh, dressing room and I was just ready to relax. And then like the opening number starts and the person who plays Schwartz isn't there. Oh. And so like we're panicking because we're like, where is he? And we did the first number Thankfully, like, it wasn't as, like, Schwartz, um, that was just an ensemble track for Schwartz in the opening number, and then one of the next scenes, it was, like, a big role, and what ended up happening was, um, I was walking back to my dressing room, and suddenly the entire dressing team just, and the associate director just comes, like, running towards me, <laughs> and they're like, Josh, Josh, you're gonna, you're, you have to go on for Schwartz, and I'm like, What? And um, here's also a fun part. Um, I was extremely sick. Oh. I was oh, very no. sick. I had no voice. I sounded like this. Ooh. And I had, like, no voice. And they're like, Josh, you're going on as, you're going on as, as Schwartz. And I'm, like, panicking because I um, – as a swing, you never, re- you never really get put in rehearsals. You right. just kind of have to know every track. Okay, yeah. So, like, I, I spent, like, countless hours, like, studying each track when I was swing. And, like, I was panicking because I had never done it. And I was, um, like, during the other things, I was, like, steaming. 
Um, I'm, and I, I had steamer, so I was like, <laughs> um, breathing the steam, and um, I, w- I was running lines with the guardian, and I went on, and that. it was a lot of fun. And I did it for a couple more previews, and I did a couple more times after opening. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was definitely really crazy. You stepped it up. You it, stepped it up. It's and, and and when 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 the push came to shove, you 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 brought it, and uh, that's those, it. those are the best performances. And you look back and you go, "Wow, I did that." You know, um, that's um, yeah. Round of applause. It was like, definitely for, bravo. Like, well it, was, done. it just feels like so long ago. Wow. Like definitely that. That one was like four years ago, and it feels like just yesterday, but also yeah. like twenty five years ago. And again, he's thirteen, so I mean, it's, <laughs> you've got yeah. a you've got many years ahead of you, and obviously uh, your trajectory is set. You are, as I said, uh, Broadway through and through, all things Broadway. Do you want to do TV and film as well? Uh, yeah, I've done a couple commercials, and I also do a lot of voiceover work as well. Oh, good. Oh, that's cool. Very yeah, good. and it's a lot of fun. So what yeah. have you, what have you been what have you been voicing? Um, I did um on Nick Jr. I did um I voiced uh Pedro um for uh Becca's Bunch commercial. Okay. Which is fun. And I, I do a lot of commercials, but I also do this thing um with English Egg and also um something called Geary and Friends, and they both help teach kids English. How cool. That's yeah, and cool. it's a lot of fun, and they both, like, involve, like, singing and doing, um, like, reading line. It's it's a lot of fun. I haven't done one in a while because COVID. Uh, <laughs> right. Like, when like when I need to, uh, like, I whip, I whip out my little uh, child voice, like, hi! Like, <laughs> I love just, it. Just, like, my really, like, high voice. Well, you know, we had, we had Debbie Derryberry on here not too long ago. And she is known as the voice of Jimmy Neutron. And she has done uh, so much. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, she's just incredible. If you get a chance, you can check her out online. It's Debbie, D-E-B-I, DerryBerry.com. And the podcast is online as well. Uh, you guys should meet because she works with um, a lot of um, uh, people as well, uh, as well as doing doing that. And as well, we had uh, Susan Bennett on. She is the original voice of Siri. So that's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. So the voiceover thing, you can go in so many different directions and so much work out there. And really, um, um, COVID aside, uh, it pretty much, voiceover has pretty much stayed busy because a lot of folks will do it from their home. So, yeah. And uh, one thing that we've, we've, we've had for a while now, like almost like two years. And then we also built one when we went back to Florida, it, it took a lot of, it took a lot of hard work, um, uh, a lot of hard work, foam and cardboard, and also a lot of glue and tape, but we made a homemade recording studio. Wow. Wow. It, Very cool. It's, it's really, really cool. And we made, um, it took a couple of days, but it was a lot of fun and really cool. And I use it for when I'm recording songs for um, other things I do for my TikTok. And okay. which and you can follow me uh, at Joshua Turchin on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Turchin Joshua on Facebook. But yeah, it's um, it's really cool. It's really uh, fun to use. 
And you're also the host of a, I want to say a, a video, a vodcast, I guess I can say that, the Early Night Show. That is yeah, your baby so, too. Tell me about that. So the Early Night Show is a um, series, a podcast I made. It's now on the Broadway Podcast Network. Awesome. And it's it's really, really cool. And um, I bring on different Broadway guests um, like Laura Benanti, um, Luke Islam, Carly Gendel, and it's it's really really cool. And one another another thing that I do on my show, the Early Night Show, is called On the Show, where I bring on different um, different kids and teens who had their school shows canceled due to COVID, and they sing a song for the show or they um, do the, do a song they chose and it's a lot of fun because my main purpose with that uh section of the show is to give these kids a a voice and to really get their voices out to the world uh and the early night show is also made to help benefit the actors fund who have been helping out a lot of people during this really difficult time yeah the actors fund very important as well i work for universal studios uh, in the theme park uh i work with the costume characters and dance elements and entertainment elements in the park there. Um, I'm also a member of IATSE. The Actors Fund has been very, very uh, instrumental in helping folks during COVID as well. Um, So a great, great uh, thing you're doing with them, for sure. Thank you. Because people are, I mean, again, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of jobs. I mean, you've worked, you've been on, on, on big productions, so you know there's a lot of people. Yeah. And, yeah, there is. Yeah. But I, I can assure you, I can assure you that it's going to get better, uh, that we're just around the corner. I feel it. And uh, those lights will be lit. And uh, Broadway, once again, will be the thing to do in New York. And uh, you are simply amazing. The motivation uh, that you have, the goals that you've set, your whole outlook everything you do is what folks need to hear because it's very easy to give up hope during this um but you've taken um a project perfect fit as well as your 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 video podcast uh and really kept things alive and that's uh that's really cool and i thank you for that i really do so thank you so much for having me on the show well you're welcome will you come back on again at some point? Of course. I would love, love to, to be you. back. love to have you on. How do they find uh, <laughs> The Early Night Show? You can look up our, The Early Night Show online. And uh, for more information about The Early Night Show and future projects, you can go to my Instagram, which is at Joshua Turchin, and my TikTok, at Joshua Turchin. And you can also um, listen to The Early Night Show wherever you can listen to podcasts, especially um, uh, the Broadway Podcast Network. Very good. Give us a date again on that that show in Connecticut. Give us a date on that again. Time and date. Uh, The Perfect Fit, a perfectly distant concert, is going to be held Saturday, uh, September 5th. Joshua Turchin, singer, writer, composer, musician, drummer. Don't feel threatened, Simone. Uh, And um, Uh, just, um, yeah, amazing. Uh, I thank you for coming on. You're appreciated. And again, uh, keep up the good work. You. you are amazing. And Simone, for you, of course, uh, episodes of Sweet Magnolia still on Netflix? Yes, still on Netflix. Those. And uh, more episodes coming soon. We're standing by for 
some more drum videos, so uh, no pressure there. And again, yes. The, um, but you can watch uh, my previous drum videos and anything that I've done before on my Instagram, which is Simone Lockhart. Uh, I post on Twitter sometimes, which is Simone Lockhart 04. And then my YouTube, which is, again, just my name, Simone Lockhart. <laughs> and your website. And my website, www.simonelockhart.com. And Joshua, your website? Uh, com. Look at that. Who would, who would known? Who would known? Very good. Who Joshua. <laughs> and Simone, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's going to do it, folks. And again, uh, I want to thank Joshua Turchin as well as my co-host, Simone Lockhart. Fantastic show. Hey, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. Don't forget, folks, all our podcasts are on Apple Podcasts. Go to the iTunes store. Search Conversations Radio, and they're all right there. This is Conversations Radio. So long. <laughs> <laughs>